0: Roger Sitkins. Welcome to Winning Strategies Podcast. Today we're going to talk about evaluating your agency's culture. Is it a sales versus a service culture? Do you celebrate new business loud and clear? Well, rapid growth agencies and their producers truly do have a sales culture, whereas slow and no growth agencies have much more of a service culture. Sales organizations talk about sales, and service organizations talk about service. I mean, let's face it, do you ever hear this? Or do you ever say this? We give great service. Service is what we're all about. Well, I agree with that, but the differences between a sales and a service organization are huge. So let's talk about some of the fundamental behaviors and strategies that can affect both the agency and the producer growth. I think the first thing is you've got to decide that you truly are a sales organization. I mean, what comes first in your agency? sales or service. Again, listen to the the things that are being said. What do you talk about in your agency? See, I believe that if you listen to the language and watch the behaviors, you'll know what's going on because the culture of your agency is really driven by the behaviors and language that are considered normal in the organization. So you can tell by the language whether it's a sales organization or a service organization because language leads culture. For example, The standard line at most average agencies and by most average producers is all about service. Again, we provide great service. We provide excellent customer service that exceeds our clients' expectations. Well, conversely, a sales organization not only talks about sales, they they celebrate them. Now, as funny or weird as that may sound, the agency must decide and declare to everyone that we are a sales organization that provides outstanding customer service. So I don't think there's there's A A and a B or a 1 and a 2. I think there's a, a 1 and a 1A or an A and an A1 where we are sales, but again, we provide outstanding customer service. You've probably heard me talk before about retaining and obtaining ideal clients. But you know just saying that doesn't make it happen, but it, it's certainly a start. Now, a big part of this is leading by example. See, in a sales culture, the agency executives, the owners, the lead producers are going to lead by example. They're not those producers who are retired in place, you know, the RIP, and forgot to tell anyone, you know, oh, I forgot to mention I retired two years ago. Yeah, we knew that. Rather, these leaders have some of the largest books of business in the agency. And furthermore, they're very purposefully, not randomly, working to perpetuate them by partnering with the newer, younger producers. Now, some of these younger or junior producers may even take on the role of account executive at the beginning to get to know the accounts and develop relationships with them. That way, when the senior partners or producers retire, the accounts retain or remain with the agency. Now, agency leaders also have the best natural pipelines. Let's face it. You you've been around a long time. You know all the movers and shakers in your community. You've been active for a long time, and quite frankly, the best ones are still out there working their pipelines. Now, understand there's a difference between working a pipeline and working a prospect. Leaders who work their pipeline, in other words, are continuing to develop them, will make the necessary introductions to open the door. For the producer who will actually do the work, and you may have heard me talk about this before, the concept of rain making in buckets. The more senior producers with the great pipelines will make rain, and the buckets underneath there will be the younger producers who will take care of it. So the leaders who lead want to land and or retain accounts, but they don't necessarily want to do the work. This is how we start developing our younger producers. Let's talk some more about celebration. Well, in an organization, an agency, or a brokerage, with a sales culture, new business is loudly celebrated. No one says, oh no, we got a new account, more work for me. Instead, their philosophy is that new business is great. They get excited about writing new accounts. What's more, they recognize it by handing out gift cards, ringing a bell, throwing a party, or doing something that just says, you know what? We're excited about getting new business. I think, by the way, we should also celebrate those great accounts. We retain that continuation process. Now, organizations that simply have a service culture don't feel the same way. In fact, to them, new business is sometimes viewed as bad. Maybe not by the owners, but maybe the rest of the staff. See, in a service-based organization, you'll hear people say, Oh no, new business, boy, there's going to be some more work. They don't get excited about it. Well, in a, in a real sales organization, the agency has a very systematic, very purposeful selling system, okay? It's not sporadic, it's systematic. So in the sales organization, the agency has defined their unique selling process, their unique selling system. You've heard me talk about this before, and you'll hear me talk about it forever. The producers who follow the system know that it works. Now, the agency is going to take the the whole concept of flexibility without delusion, flexibility without delusion. We're going to allow the producers to inject their own personality and their own style into the system, but they don't change the power of the system. You know, in discussing sales results, sales numbers with one of my long, long long-time friends and clients recently, I asked him, what's going on with the closing ratio? And he said with or without the system. And I kind of laughed. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, you know, we track it both ways, those producers that follow the system and and those that don't. He said, you know, when we follow the system, our closing ratio is 84%. And when we don't follow it, it's 32%. Gosh, is there a blinding flash of the obvious for us? Uh, What does it tell us and what does it tell you about your own agency? Now, another key within the great sales organizations is you have to have a single set office. They're not trying to run multiple offenses where every producer does it their own way and everyone understands that everybody's different and they don't care. You know, just like you're throwing up against the wall, something sticks. In the best agencies, with the best producers, they understand and practice the agency's way of selling. The agency's way of selling. Now, a big part of this, of course, is relentless preparation. And you'll another one of those things you'll hear me talk about forever Every opportunity you have as a producer, every opportunity you have as an agency deserves your very best. And this means being relentlessly prepared and not just showing up. You know, I, I sometimes kid and say that the average producer shows up, throws up, and blows up. Well, in an agency with a great sales culture, it goes without saying that presentation rehearsals are mandatory as is upfront research prior to going into the to see the prospect for the first time. I often say that if I were the sales manager of an agency today, and it would be scary because the people would have to do what I want, one of the keys would be that any producer going out on a new opportunity would have to either send me an email or a voicemail with the first three risk-based questions they were going to ask the prospect based upon research they had done up front. Another area that's crucial, of course, is relationship management. At the end of the day, I still believe that relationships are what it's all about, we want high touch, we want to support it with high tech, but it's still a relationship game. And the relationships that we talk about, certainly within a sales culture, are the clients, you know, the vital few versus the trivial many, the prospects, producers should have a their own top 20 and the agency should have a top 100 program, your key insurance carrier partners, your fellow team members, and your centers of influence. Every producer should have at least 10 centers of influence they are doing something with once a quarter so that we they get the opportunity to build their network and to get out there and earn referrals and introductions now a big part of all of this is the concept of knowing versus guessing what's going on within your agency the agency managers sales managers the producers in a true sales organization always know not guess their sales critical indicators or key performance indicators but again the sales-based ones. Well, what are they? The conversion ratio, the percent of first appointments that move forward to the second, your closing ratio, those you decide to work on and present, what percent do you close, your revenue per sale, revenue per relationship, the monetized value of your pipeline, and the number of first appointments, the number of at-bats needed in order to reach the goal every month, every quarter, every year. Well, when you know these and look at them on a regular basis, you know What your actual results are, you're not guessing. And then more importantly, you understand, as you've heard from me several times and will in the future, that you don't manage numbers, you manage behaviors and strategies that will change the numbers. The numbers are just the end result. They're what kind of falls off the production line at the end of the day. A true sales organization believes in taking care of the total client. Taking care of the total client. These organizations don't waste agency resource on part-time clients. Their attitude is they write all of the account or they don't write the account at all. And what are the reasons for this? First of all, I don't believe you can possibly meet all of the needs of a client unless you write all of their coverages. You know, having some but not all of the coverages means there's going to be gaps there someplace. There's going to be an E&O someplace. Having full-time clients... Not only increases your revenue per relationship, it increases your retention. So, the higher the percent of full time clients you have, it'll just track right along that your retention is going to be higher. Now, something that's absolutely true in a true sales organization, there are a couple of trues there, is reverse performance management. And with RPM, reverse performance management, every producer has an annual sales plan, not just goals, but a, tr- a true plan. And they have monthly accountability meetings one-on-one with the sales manager, sales leader of the organization. And these producers take these responsibilities very, very seriously. They know the importance of being held accountable. So the agency has an overall set agenda for these meetings at which every producer must come and prepare to report to their sales leader, their sales manager, the events, the activities, and the results of the previous month. Now, preparation and participation in these meetings have got to be non-optional. We've got to hold people accountable. You've heard it a hundred times, you'll hear it at least a hundred times more. These meetings are not to be missed under any circumstance. Now, they may be moved, but never missed. Now, new business has to take precedence. Some of you listening to this may not agree that new business is, is paramount. And I know how important renewals are. We talk about them all the time. We don't even talk about renewals. We talk about continuations. But the reality is that even doing just a pretty good job, you're going to retain 90% plus of your accounts. And so even though we know how important renewals and continuations are, we've got to understand that we've got to get more focus on new business. Let's face it. The fact that 90% plus will renew, isn't that one of the beauties of this business? So, keep in mind, when I say that new business takes precedent, I'm not devaluing, again, the importance of that continuation or the need to have a formal process there. I've talked about it before. You'll hear more about it in the future. But, when you think about what drives retention and earns referrals, it's doing a great job for your client. But ultimately, in order to grow, you must simply devote more resource, time, and energy to new business. Great example of this is quarterly pipeline retreats. Pipelines themselves are important, which is why we talk about it so much. However, when you look at the agencies that have the greatest growth and really have a sales organization, a sales mentality, a sales culture, they're getting off-site or certainly getting away from everybody at least once a quarter for a formal quarterly pipeline retreat or sales summit, whatever you want to call it. One of our clients just completed, this is such an unbelievable agency, just completed their 48th quarterly sales summit. Sales summit, that's 12 years, 12 years. Now, guess what? I think that agency is committed to sales. And even though most, most people are saying it's pretty tough to grow, well, this agency that just had their 48th retreat has averaged 17% growth each year compounded for the last five years. Guess what? They have a sales organization. So if you're not doing something to have a quarterly pipeline retreat, a sales summit, jump on that as quickly as you can because the optimum results come from that type of a focus. What about mentoring programs? Well, we get the new producers, and and we know we, we have to have them. We've got to get them to perpetuate the books of business as we already talked about. But when you get them, do you have a formal onboarding program that gets them productive ASAP? I hate it when I hear people say, well, it takes three years for a producer to be productive. I think three years is way too long. We have to start off with a very specific first 100-day program that quickly brings them up to speed on how the agency operates and how they can succeed. What behaviors and strategies do they have to make normal in order to succeed? You know, the, the old school style of you know welcoming the new agents. Hey, good to see you. There's your desk. There's your phone. Here's a list of people on the internet. You can start calling. Boy, isn't that exciting. And if you're still doing that, how's that been working out for you? I'm always amazed when agency principals say they just don't have time to really mentor the new producers. That makes no sense to me. We work so hard to find this new producer, and then we don't have them in a formal onboarding and training program. Let's face it, if they're not worth mentoring, they're not worth hiring. Hiring without mentoring guarantees you're going to lose money. So what's the bottom line? Do you have a sales culture or a service culture in your company today? Are you as a producer really focused on sales or service? Does it even matter to you? I hope so. I hope so. Take the time to review this and just start asking yourself some questions. Again, listen to the language. What's being said in my agency? Is it all about ROI retaining and obtaining ideal clients? Do we have a sales-based culture that gets celebrated? Sales with a very strong, excellent customer service. Well, as always, it's your choice. I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And as always, I hope you gained value from it. To learn more about our results-based programs, please go to our website, www.sitkins.com.